welcome to So Rare Grind. This is episode 15. Jack, we have to apologise, it's been a two week break, a bit tardy. It's uh, my fault, admittedly. Travelling through uh, New Caledonia on the, on Friday a week ago, and uh, you're a busy guy. So, uh, no podcast last week, but plenty to catch up on this week. By way of reminder, my name is Joel. My manager name is Afrikiwi. I'm joined by Jack, whose manager name is Jack Hammond444. Um, a lot, a lot to get through over the last two weeks, Jack. But um, firstly, that disappointment, our uh, underdog competition. Yeah, seems like a while ago. Eh? I'm still a little bit salty, to be honest. But is what it is. Fair play to the Scottish lads on the other side of the world. Respect for... Uh, coming back honestly i thought after the the, the first first week we were just gonna embarrass them but kind of went the other way around joel they kind of embarrassed us a, a little bit i reckon eh? yeah i mean uh, to be honest i think we kind of embarrassed ourselves more than them embarrassed us um or or, or maybe to be a bit more blunt jack your <laughs> your lineup uh in 284 kind of struggled a bit um well well actually we'll talk talk about that uh in a bit um but for the news man there's a lot of news on uh in surreal world um don't know if you saw jack the argentina national team has been announced i did see that so is just uh, just to clarify joel does that mean these argentina cards can only be used when they're playing for argentina no so they can so say Di Maria, say he didn't have a card previously. He obviously does because yep. he's playing with PSG or whatever. But um, say mm. he was in another league and then he um, plays in a league that is covered just for like his club. He would be covered. Yep. Yep. Because that's how I'm pretty sure that's how De Bruyne got a card. True. So for, um, did, Belgium. Yeah. I wonder if there are any other Belgian players that are kind of like that. That kind of like. Are there any Belgian? players playing in the Premier League uh, that's a good question actually Mm. I think I think Vertonghen got a card that way although maybe oh no he got one through Benfica I think Um, yeah I don't I don't know actually are there other other Belgians in the Premier League that are playing for the national team struggling to think of any to be honest I think you you have players like like uh, Mertens might have been one what about Lukaku Oh, true. I think he, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Hmm. Yeah, regardless, yeah. anyway, that's pretty interesting news. Mm. Um. So, yeah, I think that looks like they're building up a bit more of um, you know, a base for the World Cup. Uh, it sounds like there's probably some more countries on the way with some, uh, you know, sort of efficiently national team licensed cards. Um. So I'm interested to see what those other um, countries are. It brings some more small players into Syria. Like England team would be pretty interesting. Um, I think there'd be quite a lot of popularity of that. They would give some small coverage of the EPL through that. Very small. But um, we've also had Zidane announced as an ambassador. Um, and actually, yeah, I think. I think he's ambassador and and his legend card, um, 
very cool legend card um will i be buying it still probably not how about you jack probably not mate probably not until i see a lot more utility being used for these you know legend cards um yeah it doesn't really interest me i'm sure it's going to come eventually i mean it kind of has to right like they're just plowing through like all these different legend cards coming out it feels like every week they're bringing out a new one right so they have to yeah be wanting to add some sort of utility or more than what they're currently doing for sure it's it's interesting because i'm not i'm not quite sure how they're managing it given like there's a zidane coach card i'm pretty sure that like a few people have um from from a while back and then you've now got his legend card as well like uh, so red dart i think is getting a bit confused by that um so yeah it'd be interesting to see like will his coach card be usable as as a legend mm. what are these coach like these coach cards have kind of existed and had no use pretty much for for ages so i don't know what's going on there um but i think yeah we can know for sure there's gonna be more um i, I think we missed a, on the last podcast or it might have been announced in between but there was the panenka guy who i actually know nothing about as a person but can guess that he was the guy that did the panenka um which i think he was he covers like austrian league or czech league i can't remember which league it was um but you know legend and relating to a a league with sort of like very very low legend coverage obviously trying to build out some sort of legend coverage of various leagues and teams Mm -hmm. yeah which is kind of cool as well um they've always got some plans um but yeah the big news of Mbappe um, supporting um, or basically being the exclusive ambassador. We didn't talk about it in the last pod, did we? It was in between. I feel like we might have gone over it. I know, you know, we did quite a while ago, but I feel like yeah, for some reason we did from memory. So no, we must have. Mm. We must have. I'm losing track. I'm, mate, it's, I'm getting old. Yeah, you are, bro. <laughs> losing track of time. <laughs> well, one thing I know we didn't talk about last time um that has been as happened since is the last community event um seemed like it, did, did you actually catch it jack have you, have you seen the community event so i didn't watch it myself because i saw on twitter um that you know like a, a very <laughs> large portion of it was just dedicated to the mlb or just baseball yep. so i think there was just like one um little bit regarding like the football side of so which was that i i believe it was that the date for um you know you having utility to use common cards in the rare divisions was on august 5th i think that's pretty much all they went over i might be wrong because i didn't watch it myself but i think that's all they talked about i don't know if i'm right about that joel you can i'm not actually sure whether they mentioned that in the stream it might have been like in the sort of the the follow-up stuff they stuck out on medium okay it could have could have been in there because i I watched it on like 1.5 times speed um to kind of just get through it quickly and yeah it um that i don't remember them talking about it but yeah it just was seemed like a lot of we've done this you know we're still doing this blah 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 you know it was nothing really new um it's kind of just reiterating things android app to come oh uh, yeah you know oh hum um the baseball side of things um uh, no, I don't want to spend a long time on it because I'm probably not going to spend a huge time on on sorry MLV 
maybe famous last words who knows um did you see much about like scarcities or how that's going to work no i didn't pay any attention and yeah like the same i'm coming in the same boat as you joel like i don't think i'm yeah. going to be paying much attention to it because i don't know if you've actually attempted to watch baseball before joel but i think no. out of all sports it is like probably the least boring sport i mean sorry the most boring most sport boring. not the least boring <laughs> I, yeah. I think I'd stick golf ahead of it as more boring to watch. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I, I do think golf is pretty boring personally, but baseball, man, it's it's a tough one. Eh? It's really tough. Well, I'm a big maybe to go to in person. I think golf would be worse. Mm. Watching on TV, maybe it's slightly ahead of baseball. Actually, to be fair, I actually have watched golf on TV before. I actually can't recall ever watching baseball other than maybe like two minutes and thinking, "No, yeah. this is boring." and as you said bro you're becoming an old man like i think that kind of just goes to show how boring baseball is if you've never attempted to watch a baseball game like there you go like what have i been doing with my 28 years of life oh bro no you're not missing out on anything i don't reckon anyway i uh when i was living in america i went to a cubs game do you know who the cubs are joel they're they're uh chicago yeah chicago cubs i'm pretty sure yeah (laughs) i hope hope that's right but (laughs) like sure the atmosphere was cool man but like the actual like Mm. sport going on was just so boring man it was like probably between five and nine hours of just like nothing and yeah i can't remember one home run like what it's just like i can't appreciate it man i i can maybe understand how some like hardcore baseball fans appreciate and stuff but it's tough man especially if you're new to it it's it's really really boring Mm. i think Lots of stoppages. Ugh, nah, I can't. I can't. Some people would, would perhaps make a similar comparison to cricket, but I think the difference with cricket is it's like the action's genuinely, like generally rather, fairly continuous. Like you're mm-hmm. not always having super exciting events, but there's all like, you know, it, it does keep sort of going. Like, yes, it's long, but it does keep going. And, it, you know, there's, there's a bit to, to watch sort of like every minute, every 20 seconds 30 seconds or whatever whereas baseball you can go like you know here's another ad break mm. um i say just making that assumption because i've not actually watched a, a full baseball game before <laughs> um one thing i did find particularly interesting about the uh the baseball so well it's, it's a couple of things so it's a team of seven that you're gonna be be fielding not five so seven um i don't really understand the different positions but you you have like a, a starting pitcher and a backup pitcher you've got you know like a couple of batters corner infielders or whatever they're called and i don't know anyway and then you're like a utility player um the scoring looks a lot lot simpler effectively than than sorry football because i think there's there's less stats mm. um to possibly fine maybe um they'll, they'll probably flesh it out over time i guess but um they to start with uh in the limited competition allowing you to use three commons um and they're also doing like a limited pro which i think is actually a bit of a test ground for possibly rolling that on the football side of things where you'll be able to use uh, i think it's like three limited in foria um and I think a number of people had expected this to come in the football side of things, and it hasn't yet, um, as a, an additional way to try and you know help people make that transition from like limited cards to rare cards. You know, provide that that sort of pathway, that journey, which they're kind of doing through the specialist, you know, competition and winning you know rare rewards with limited cards. But I wonder whether they might um, kind of do that um, at some point 
on the, the football side of things. Um, the other thing are the rarities. So there's 5,000 limiteds of each, 1,000 rares, and 100 super rares, um, which a lot of people are like, what? That's crazy. But I mean, there's only 30 teams. And probably the most they do to expand it is, I don't know, maybe they get a deal with like the Japanese baseball league or I think it's it Cuba. Cuba's pretty big on baseball. It's one of those other Central American countries. Um, that's going to be about it. Like you, you're probably not going to get much more than that on the baseball side of things. Um, initial thoughts on those scarcity numbers? Mm, well, I suppose if you think about it, like how many just doing the economics in my head like i haven't had time to just you know mm. do it in my head yet because i don't know um how many people there's 250 football clubs that are currently covered okay. um, or at least currently licensed so there will be more you know technically covered because of opta and you know there's a thousand limited so you know you're doing 250 times a thousand 250 000, um, no limiteds essentially and well that's that's teams at least then times the number of players and then you know teams times the number of limited cards in Major League Baseball you've got like 150,000 5,000 times uh, 30 mm. um, so you know and per number of players per team it's I don't, I don't actually know how many you have in baseball it's probably more I'm suspecting um, because they play so many games so, you know, with that, you're probably looking at maybe comparable limited numbers. I think they're probably just, like, there's no way they're going to mint that many to start with. They're going to take it real slow, I think. Um, but I think they're just giving themselves the capacity to um, to build out to that, depending on the demand. But I, I suspect we're probably only going to get, like, a 1,000 limiteds of each in the first season because we're already, like, halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The the thing of particular interest to me though it was that, and I, I I doubt you're aware of this. There is going to be no ETH payouts in the baseball. Okay. And apparently it's to do with US gambling laws, um, where basically it would become an issue I think for them, um, and so basically they've just gone the route of you're only going to win cards and but you have the potential to win cards that are more rare like a rarity above what you're playing um, to kind of, for people to progress. To me, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. To me, I have two thoughts. One, I kind of struggle to see how the baseball side of things is going to do well long-term. But it gives me greater confidence in the overall um, like balance sheet position or financial position of so rare because the baseball side of things should be just a bit of a cash cow for them, assuming that people do actually, you know, buy cards, um, you know, in relation that cover the cost of the licensing deal. But I'm assuming they've probably done like a like a royalty scheme where they're paying like a percentage onto MLB based on on players selling. So I think, like in my view, that actually helps the football side of things because I think there's more potential there's potential for them to put some more money towards the football side of things from that. Not that they necessarily will, but I think it just secures their position as a business, which is pretty crucial. Mm, Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, 
What's the digest? Actually, from just learning that now, because I didn't know that previously. Mm. Um, yeah, I can I can understand how you think it, it would be like a bit of a cash cow for them, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting dynamic, actually. I don't really know what to think of it. Traditionally, that's usually my reaction to a lot of things you say now, Joel. I'm, I'm, realize, I'm realizing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it is, a, it is a lot. And I'm really curious how it's going to play out like over the next couple of months, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I will probably play it from the commons. Like, I'll, I'll just, you know, get my commons, do some quick research on, like, you know, this guy versus this guy, who I should put in, and kind of leave it at that, probably. Like, I might end up buying one or two limited cards just to kind of, just for some sort of token interest. But it's no way you're going to get the same level of time interest as the football side of things for me. Yeah. Um, all right. I've talked about baseball longer than I wanted to. <laughs> let's let's move on. <laughs> I feel myself getting older just just thinking about blooming baseball stats. Um, new calendar. New calendar's out. Uh, people that have listened to a few of our podcasts now will know we take particular interest in the Surrey calendar. I personally don't think enough people do because it is actually so key for determining who you put where, which competitions focus on. Um, we again, because I think Gamex two eight seven and no two eight nine and two eight uh, two eight nine and two nine one are both pretty sparse for games. There's no all star again, uh, but there is specialist and underdog. Normal, normal specialist in, in underdog um, on those game weeks. Um, we're getting back to the the busy time, Jack. We were seeing multiple teams playing, you know, multiple legs operating at once, which is really cool. Two nine two in particular. We've got a number of challenger teams back. You've got the uh, the Belgian league back. Uh, I believe you've got the. Austrian league back as well. Obviously, there's a couple starting this weekend. Um, so by two nine two, you've got a lot of them operating. I think uh, Turkey, I think, is op- started by then as well. Scottish league. Um, so yeah, it'd be cool to have a number of number of those Challenger Europe leagues back, boosting prize pools. Um, not too much of particular note in this game week calendar, but um, changes to underdog. Jack with um, you know uh, all five players still needing the average score below 50 which I still think is too high um, but one of the cards being of any scarcity other than the main one and getting zero points so it's kind of like essentially it's the goalkeeper special basically is what they've turned underdog in that one that they only did like one week of um, okay so you know really it's clear they're gonna they're making the, the pathway for newbies is start with commons, casual league, then the academy, where you only need like two limiteds, um, and then after that is the underdog limited, where you only need four. Inevitably, beginners are going to be using DMP keepers, and probably most people will, because let's be honest, they generally score the lowest goalkeepers. Um, and, well, they have the, the lowest potential for high scores, really. Um, so, yeah, uh, like, do you have any initial th- thoughts on on that change? I um, I'm kind of I'm mixed. 
Well, my initial reaction is I'm very happy because at the moment I don't have a lot of goalkeepers. Um, I've <laughs> kind of put my resources towards getting a rare threshold team, um, and I don't have a lot of resources, so I'm pretty pretty skint to um, having a goalkeeper. So I'm happy about that. But also something I'm curious about, Joel, is mm-hmm. does this mean that in rare underdog league you can yes? So essentially, you can have four outfield players and no yeah. no goalkeeper required, and they're just out of team fifty. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, which is probably the, the part of it that I'm super stoked for, because and I, and I guess it's a selfish thing, right? Like, you know, those people that are kind of in a similar boat to where we are, maybe with the rears, but in limiteds, this is fantastic news for them. Like, it's to be honest, it's 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 a good change. Like, it it will benefit, I think, the overall salary journey for pretty much everyone. But yeah, you know, for underdog rear. To now not need a rare goalkeeper, um, it means I can put good old Kim Young Quang in my All Star rear lineup for the ETH mining, mm-hmm. and uh, don't have to to kind of like toss up whether I use him for for that or for the underdog rear team. Um, and it probably actually provides quite a good pathway into the rear side of things. Like I think probably a number of people that maybe are now doing the the whole like threshold mining with um you know a common keeper and four rare cards are going to now instead just probably into that team and underdog um when it comes up for rare um maybe some will do a bit of both i don't know but it to me is quite a quite a good change and it just helps that people sort of progress up i think it's quite smart from so rare to because because it can feel like quite a jump from limited to rare, I think, at the moment. Um, otherwise, and I think that just really um, helps to provide a good way of winning some rare cards outside of specialist, limited, outside of um, having to have like a decent team for all star rare um, or Asia rare or any of the other rare divisions. Um, so, I've actually put together some. Some spicy deals, Jack, for uh, for uh, targeting game week two nine two in an underdog, but um, we'll um, come back to that. I did want to to have a bit of a quick review of game weeks two eight four to two eight seven and how we did because that's how many game weeks it's been that have occurred since our last podcast. Um, Jack, why don't you go first on uh, game week? Well, you know, over those game weeks, were there any particular like rewards that you got that were good? Do you, you know, win an Mbappe? Didn't quite win an Mbappe. Um, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, still, still yet to get a podium or I think even a star. To be honest, I've had, you know, I've, I've won a rare and specialist uh, a wee while back, and I've won a Leong J. Uh, which I sold for quite a uh, decent chunk of money, which I was happy about. But yeah, still haven't got that. But I did pick up um, a under twenty three reward quite uh, mm. recently, and I also won my first threshold. I got to over two hundred five points, um, so I was happy about that. But yeah, the under twenty three reward that I won, I, f- I finished eighty seventh in game week two eight six with my new under twenty three goalkeeper, which I've never really had before. Uh, his name is Masato Sasaki from Kashiwa Racel because the former Kashiwa Racel keeper Kim Seong 
You? He's been Saudied. He's been Saudied. Is that what you said? Yeah, well, yeah he's been Saudied. <laughs> That's what it's increasingly becoming known as. There's a few players, actually, yeah. being, being Saudied at the moment. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he's been Saudied, and Sasaki, the 19-slash-20-year-old, I think he might be 20, actually, um, is supposedly going to be the next... Well, the keeper, I haven't seen any um, updates that they're bringing, trying to bring in the keeper, so I'm presuming he's going to be the keeper for the rest of the season for them. So... I thought he was pretty decent value when comparing him to other under-23 players. I think he race all pretty solid. So I picked him up, and he got a clean sheet first game I bought him. So uh, thank you, Sasaki. I appreciate that, brother. And um, Koga has, um, you know, like, he, he, I don't know what I was trying to go for there, but regardless, he's he's one of the primary defenders for Kishiba Race. So I think he's played, like, every single game since SO5 has been a thing. It's nuts. Um didn't score like a crazy score, but he did He did the job. And Gobon Chul, putting in some marvellous corners are going to be two decisives. Unbelievable. Like, don't you just love to see that, getting a decisive from a corner? Like, it's it's brilliant. So, um, stoked about that because I, that um, I, I picked up Gobon Chul, um, you know, for this game week specifically. And he's, he's getting two decisive from corners. That's just what you absolutely love to see. Um, Tanaka, a bit of a beast, eh? Just consistently gets 55s. Did that, did that for me this game week too. And Yamami... Um, was put out of his misery and got taken off in the 32nd minute when they were falling down to um, Kawasaki Frontale, which I'm honestly probably not that mad about because <laughs> uh, it's probably a good thing that he came off because I think his score maybe could have gone down or whatever. But anyway, I got a Norwegian dude. Um, and it's, you know, there are, there is a Norwegian dude that's under 23 that plays for a really cool club now that I would have loved to have gotten, but I got an um, alternative Norwegian dude that I think plays for Anderlecht. And he is five years younger than me, which is so concerning. Um, <laughs> just because, no, nah, it makes me feel really old when I shouldn't feel old because I'm 22. But yeah, I, picked, I I got him. Never seen him play before, but he's $30. And um, at the moment, I'm trying to sell him so I can maybe put together some um, other assets for this coming game weekend. Two, what was it, 288? Reckon win some more rewards. Maybe something better than the 17-year-old Norwegian. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much me over the past couple of weeks in terms of this five girl. For me, um, well, actually, out of interest, I played the academy this week, um, two eight seven because I only had like a couple of players, um, and it must be really hard to like. There's very few people winning tier three limiteds or better because. I actually managed to do okay. I got a, I'm like 119th, and I'm only getting a, a star common. Um, you got a star common, mate. Well, I will be winning a star common out of it, yeah. Because um, uh, Rakaute scored a 88. Dang. Um, yeah, he had a blinder just today, um, and he just noticed as as you were chatting, he um, got a triple double with. Um, Five tackles, a net five duels, one and three interceptions. Jeez, what a beast! Best best game by a mile. <laughs> so I had him and him and him and Boxall in the team. Um, but yeah, just looking at the rankings now, I mean, there must there might be one or two games left to go. But the three sixty point threshold, there's only sixty people above that, and there's only four above the. 410 threshold for a tier 2 limited so it's still pretty hard um, but 
I think over time, as you know, more people are getting like you know, better better commons, um, you know, star commons and whatnot um, out of it, then you'll um, have a better chance. Especially as the um, leagues kick off, you know, they get the the European leagues back, which I think a lot of people have have cards from. Um, but no doubt they'll adjust the threshold scores. But anyway, a uh, bit of a sidetrack. Game week, um, yeah, game weeks two eight four to two eight six overall have been kind of disappointing. Two eight four, I was rescued for a um, for threshold uh, Nakagawa, who's been a legend. He's come off the bench. Um, I think the, th- the three prior games and gotten a decisive in all of them for Yokohama. He uh, got me to two five nine. He was my captain, um, got me over the line for that upper threshold, and I got some tier two limited, which actually might have been Leo Duarte, who have I sold him? I think I might have sold him. Um, yeah, I sold him uh, for about three hundred and forty bips. Um, I'm pretty sure he was my reward. Um, so yeah, that wasn't too bad, but the I was particularly hopeful for that super rare kickoff that we talked about it. Um, that was game week two eight four, um, or no, maybe it was two eight five. Just absolutely so frustrating seeing the all sun lineups beforehand, knowing who was starting. For some reason I still put in um, what's his name, Kinte Juan from All Sun right back. He was on the bench. Um, so it basically just ruined the the line the lineup before the game had even started. Really, um, I felt that cold shiver, you know, go down when I realised um, what I'd done. Um, like I was looking on the Surrey data app, and I could see, you know, you have like you see that like coloured in circle behind the player's face, and you know, like that he's in one of your lineups. And I was like, wait, wait, wait a second, which team was he in? Where did I stuff up? And I'm like, oh, you kidding me? It's on the on the Super Rare kickoff. Um, but anyway, the guy, the Super Rare I bought, didn't even play. Park Byung-hyun for Daegu. Um, had an opportunity to pick up a cheap Seongnam defender right before the, the deadline. He ended up scoring like 50. So a couple of changes, um, which I could well have easily made, and I would have been in the money or something there. But anyway. Um, and then, yeah, the, the underdog... Um, competition against Surrey Odyssey. Um, I was pretty happy overall with my team score. Three three hundred thirty eight points um, was only good enough for a tier two limited, just barely. Um, no, was it wasn't even a tier two limited. It was a tier three, I think. Tier three, maybe it was a tier two. It was a tier two. Um, Leo Sarah, man, that guy, has been in some fine form. Um, but yeah, Jack, uh, it was a bit of a bit of difficulty with uh, one <laughs> one of your lineups. We were we were talking beforehand, and you asked me because um, we were you, oh, you went with the Suwon defense defensive like stack, eh? Um, and it was the old do we go with Lachlan Jackson or Park Min Gyu? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, that was a bad and, one. And and I was like, no, nah, Lachlan, Lachlan Jackson should start. And he didn't. And Parkman Gu scored was an 81, 82. 
that alone cost us the competition mm. like, I, I can't believe it like if we'd done that we would have beat the, I mean even with your captain DNPing that that would have been enough still to have beaten them just that one change would have won the whole thing um, yeah. so frustrating oh, it is what it is <laughs> it is it is but it's just like you know that, just that one change and it was something that had kind of been toss, tossing up um, anyway I was going to count total up the scores over three game weeks couldn't be bothered to do it I know that overall we scored more points than them um, should have pushed the initial competition but uh, there you go we we agreed to it we lost we've coughed up um, to their credit actually it is um, I don't know if Mark Patrick has accepted the ETH from you yet but um, Etienne 23 um, he tried to actually decline um, receiving the, the ETH um, oh really? It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good spirited um, of him. I said, "Nah, mate, bet's a bet." Um, you know, gonna have some integrity here because I would have certainly been demanding it from them if we won. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I probably would have used it to. I don't know, maybe would have done a giveaway with it or something. But um, I certainly, yeah, certainly would have would have made them cough up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a good. It was a lot of fun. Like, I really enjoyed it. Don't know about you, Jack. Um, but I found it just quite interesting. Uh, frustrating, yes, but but also quite fun. Um, and uh, would be quite keen to do some sort of competition again against them, or or even like a, a broader like underdog competition amongst the community or amongst like content creators. I think it'd be pretty fun. Um, but uh, during the week, uh, you will have missed this. Um, one of the guys who. Uh, is fairly active on Surreya, fairly active in the Surreya Odyssey Discord, which is um, actually good value if, uh, if you listen to this and you're not in that, worth, worth joining. Um, Surreya Dazza, he um, set up through Surreya Data, like um, some private leagues, and um, they're basically doing like a sort of promotion and relegation thing. Um, through these private leagues that he and some other guys is managing and um, I managed to get in quick enough that we go into Division 5 um, or at least I, I'm in Division 5 <laughs> I think, think you missed out um, but I think we've got 11 um, divisions set up that had just so much interest um, so uh, we can have to Gonna have to make my make my up from uh, Division Five. I think it's like open leagues. You can use any any players. It's like a squad of eleven that they have through the Surrey Data leagues, um, which I don't know about you, Jack, but I've I've not really touched at all to this point. Um, Neither so no. I haven't had an opportunity. So I've actually just joined uh, like a the open leagues as well to give it a go um, I think it's still open if you go to play gaming arena or gaming uh, yeah gaming arena and then you've got like leagues cups private leagues under leagues is like limited only and uh, you can join in there basically um, which I have done I think um, the cups that some of them have finished there is a Okay, they've got like a Eredivisie Cup, they've got a Belgian Cup. 
Maybe we'll have a go at this. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, try to go at some of those other cups. But yeah, like people have actually won through those open legs some good cards. Like they just gave out the rewards for the last one. There was like, there was like some. I think even like Mbappe Limited was given out. Seriously. Sheesh. Yeah. There's actually some like really good rewards. Um, so I'm regretting. Yeah, there you go. All, oh, all cup winners get a guaranteed start here reward. Um, the leagues. Uh, basically, as you go, sort of go up the leagues, you can, because it's like an ELO system, you can win different rewards. Anyway, so give that a, give that a whirl. So, yeah, that's going to be a bit of fun participating in this, this world league. Um, there's uh, some uh, pretty um, known names participating in, in this, like Quinny's in League 2, Division 2. Uh, I think John Nellis is in the... Oh, he's in Division 4, so we can get promoted and take on John Nellis. So we're on the budget guy who I've seen a bit of stuff from. Um, both of the So Rare Odyssey guys are in there. And... Division 6 and Division 2, I think it is. So, anyway, that'd be a bit of fun. Um, maybe if you flick Dazzler a message, he might be kind enough to, to let you into one. I don't know, might be a bit late now, but see how that goes. Um, spicy deals. I've, I've put in a bit, of, a bit of time and done a bit of research on this one. Um, so, Jack, with the um, underdog rare changes for game week 292 I have put together the bargainist of bargain teams um, for um, well you could you could get this full lineup for about 1300 bips um, in fact you could actually put an even cheaper team together but um, here are the bargains Alright, you ready? Ready, bro. Oban suck. Okay. Now, for those that don't know, Oban suck. He's captain of Incheon. He is a youthful age of 34. He's out or been out injured with ankle problems at Caesar Quinn Saradata. But I understand he is nearing a return. He when is when he is fit, he is a nailed starter. Um, absolutely nailed. He. Did have a bit of a phenomenon earlier in the year where he was scoring better away from home than at home. Whether that will continue, I don't know. But I think with Incheon losing Mugosa to the J League, their talismanic striker, they're going to just kind of play a bit more defensive. And in 292, they play against Seongnam, bottom of the league. I picked up his rear for 160 bips. Wow. Which I think is absolute steal uh, he will most likely be there again next season because the uh, the second guy <laughs> who uh, oh and that's right sorry before I move on to that um, that Seongnam game is typically a nil draw like historically they are terrible games to watch but but yeah if he scores a mid 50s to like 60s superb uh, his floor's at 200 bips which even though that price is still a bit of a bargain, you could probably haggle it down a bit. They generally play three at the back. Uh, 
not the most exciting team to watch. Typically, they usually have players like Delbridge ahead, um, who, by the way, as well, is a pretty good price. Um, he's currently, he's had some sort of shin splint issue. His price was actually cheaper than it is now. He's about 675 bips at the floor. Um, got a couple of bargains picked up around 500 bips, but he typically is a very good scorer. Um, usually he and Oban Sark are kind of the starting two, and then you've got um, players like Kim uh, Kim Dong-min, who got himself sent off in the All-Star game, the Kaylee All-Star against Spurs game, for uh, taking out Son while he was throwing goal, <laughs> one-on-one with the keeper. Ref sent him off. He, he, he wasn't like... Yeah, this is a bit clumsy. Um, and then you've got uh, Kangman, so I think... Pretty sure it's Kangman. Yeah, Kangman, so is the other defender who's probably between... He's probably sort of fourth in the pecking order. And then you've got Kim Kwang Suck, who is the second bargain. Um, his last rare sold at 107 bips. Floor is at 151 because of the injuries to... Uh, well, Delbridge should be back soon, but because the injuries to... Oban Suck and uh, the other guy, Delbridge, Kang Kang Minsu. Oh. Um, he he is up in the peaking order. He is a chance though that he does miss out in two nine two. Delbridge might be back by then, um, but uh, one hundred and fifty one bips is floor. You could probably get him for about one hundred and ten bips for a rare. That's just bargain. Um, thoughts on them, Jack? Yeah, pretty solid. I mean. In terms of value and then like comparing them to um, other players in the same position as them, yeah, it's really good value. I mean, if Oban Suck is back, pres- presuming he's back, yeah, that's, that's pretty hard to beat that price, I'd say, like, if you're on a budget. I'm definitely looking at him personally. I have Kim Quang Suck myself, and I think just having both of them for that price, like, it's pretty low risk, right? Um, I'm not saying, you know, you should buy them, but that's definitely what I'm looking to do anyway, just when I compare, you know, different players um and their prices indeedy um you can actually add to that kim jun yub who could actually be one of the um fill-ins this um this game week he's actually he's another golden oldie and sean love the old old defenders man they've got and this is why i think oban stark's still going to be around and, and evolve next season so kim jun yub's 34 um, Kang Min Su's 36 Kim Kwang Suck's 39 uh, Delbridge is one of the young ones at the back at about 30 and Kim Dong Min I think is the youngest at 29 um, so if you've still got Kim Kwang Suck playing at 39 I think Oban Suck's probably going to be around for another year um, will he be a different starter who knows but he's still going to be involved um, Kim Jun Yub looks like sort of 6th choice he's 89 bips for his rear wow. <laughs> right now <laughs> and is expected to be the fill-in um, for at the back for this this upcoming game. So, um, can bargain I, central. Can I also add a shout for like these defending defender rare options? Ma Sang Hoon, bro, the baby face. He's pretty cheap, and he played the last game. Plus, he's playing Incheon. So, if you want, you know, to take part in that Incheon versus Yongnam game, and don't want the Incheon players for whatever reason, that 
the babyface could be a decent budget alternative. He's twenty-two dollars, and he played the last game. And I don't think he'd be out. Uh, I don't know. Does he captain Seung now? Probably Kim Young Kwang does actually. Uh, I think he has captained the babyface, um, the captain of Seung now. It's probably why yeah. they're last place, bro. Because they've got a baby <laughs> running their team. <laughs> could be. Could he only be. played Maybe, forty-five yeah. minutes last game, actually, Joel. Yeah, I I did see that. I, I'm not sure. I can't recall whether it was tactical or whether or whether there was some sort of potential injury issue there. Um, so I'm not certain on that one, to be honest. Um, I don't know whether. I don't think he's expected to play next game. I think. Not sure. He might be. He might be injured. Um, but uh, as another alternative, um, I don't know how cheap he is, but one of his partners, um, Quan Wang Gyu, 260 bucks. Um, I think typically, because he, he got a red card and then he was injured and out of the team. I think he is actually the, the expected starter. If you look at this history, he's played pretty much every game this season up until he got sent off which happened to be a game that they won hilariously um, yeah so I think he's expected to be a starter but for 260 bucks he's he's also very cheap um, could be great in that little draw against Incheon man we love boring football it can be fantastic in Surrey in the midfield midfield options Suwon um, FC has some great options. Um, game week two nine two, they are at home against Daegu. Daegu have a terrible record on the road this season. They have not won a game. We've got like seven draws, so it's probably going to end up a draw. Uh, but so one at home are averaging two point three goals a game across the league. Um, Daegu away from home haven't been have actually been a little bit below par compared to the early season form, uh, both on the defense and offense. So it could be a great option. Park Ju-ho is uh, one of the players in particular. He's 35, so we're really building a golden oldies team here. Um, he is 260 bips for his rear at the floor. Last out at 200. I actually bought him myself uh, a wee while back for more than that. So by virtue of that, I'd probably still... You know, be prepared to pay two sixty. I wanted two ninety. Um, then he got injured, but he is um, is back. Last game had an incredible eighty four um, points. Got an assist against Seoul, and a barnstorming four three home victory for Suwon. They are a fantastic team to watch at home because their games pretty much always result in plenty of goals. I think there's only one game this season when they've played at home, that there hasn't been more than three goals in the game. <laughs> and that was, they lost to John Book at home 1-0. Wow. Every other home game has been at least three goals in the game. Sure. So, if you want a good game as a neutral, Sue on the great team to watch. Sue on FC, that is. It's not Sue on Bluings, they're terrible to watch. <laughs> um, they, they don't know how to find the back of the net. They're the opposite. Um, so yeah, he had a um, 
solid all-round score. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so Rodato's got them mixed up. So he, he did 24 for his um, all-round score, which is um, pretty good. One a few duels, plenty of accurate passes. Um, had two attempted assists, one big chance created. Got a double-double and got an assist while he was at it. Um, he's probably not going to score an 84 every week, let's be honest. But, you know, for... Uh, a, you know, underdog rear team to have a chance of winning. You know, you're probably only going to need him to be going sort of around a 50 um, to have a shot. So he uh, is, I think, a great bargain pick, and I'm using him this week against Gangwon because that is a very favourable fixture. Gangwon, leaky on the road, Suwon, good at home. I'm, I actually think I'm going to score three. It's going to be three-one or three-two to Suwon this game. Um. So any Park Juho, I think he's great value. I've got him. Um, and uh, Jiong Jae Yong, his partner in midfield. He's actually younger. Um, I think he's a great longer term hold as well. Um, his price has just been ticking up a little bit. Um, I managed... I tried to be stingy and pick up one for a real bargain, like less than 300 bips, and I ended up paying 360 to get one uh, his floor's at 420 even there it's probably still a good price um, if you want a, 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 uh, an idea of why Suwon has potentially had quite an uptick in form recently look at the correlation between uh, Jiong J. Yong and uh, him starting and, and Suwon's um, points record like win draw loss they um since he's been starting the last five games they've won four and drawn one and he got 45 minutes off the bench the the game prior prior to that he was in and out of the squad um in fact one of the other previous oh no, that was the end of last season never mind um yeah so much better with him in the team can't see him being dropped after this amazing run of form they've had. Got a goal and an assist last week. Probably won't um, happen again this week, but another solid pick, I think, for, for use in underdog um, to, to pair with Park Juho, who says he's a defender in Saridata, but is actually a midfielder. Um, thoughts on them, Jack? Um, yeah, pretty solid, man. I'm trying to think of any other alternatives, but I think you've actually smashed that one, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's pretty solid. I think, man, some of these rares right now, like, I'm looking at my current rare threshold team and how cheap it is, right? Like, it makes me wish that, you know, I maybe started my so rare journey um, now compared to, you know, what it was three years ago. But then again, like, I wouldn't have the knowledge and expertise, if you can call it that. <laughs> Um, three years ago you mean three months ago oh did I say three years oh yes of course three months <laughs> you ago you said three years ago you'd, you'd be rolling oh mate I would be <laughs> on top of the world nah but um, yeah solid picks bro I think yeah I mean uh, I've been doing the same like, looking at just how cheap some of these players are like Leo Silva threshold yeah, favourite of mine for Nicoya Granvis 230 bips yeah he's 36 but he started every game he's for one $20-$30 now probably <laughs> Yeah, 
Yep. Yep. Um, pretty reliable sort of 40s, 50s scorer. Um, great threshold option too, by the way, if anyone's looking for threshold options. I mean, you know, one or two thresholds, you're paying back his card, even if he just fades into non-existence at the end of the season. They've got, you know, home games come up against Jubilo and Gambo Osaka. You know, they should be, well, and then a Vispa, who are nothing special. You know, those three game weeks in a row there should be enough to, to pay back the cost of him. Um, solid, solid pick, in my view. Um, but forwards is always the tough um, part, always the expensive part um, outside of the goalkeepers. And uh, his price has actually just ticked up a little bit since yesterday, but um, Kim Seung Day is my um, forward pick for, is it Pohang? Um there is a slight risk that he becomes unusable and an underdog depending on how good he goes against Jeju. But take a look at his predicted, like the next five opponent scores average, um, or even next like six, um, and tell me that isn't very attractive. Um, 31, uh, he's a forward came from, he previously played at Pohang, failed at Jeonbuk, went back to Pohang, and uh, he's scored four in his last three, two of them coming off the bench. He's expected to be the sort of main starter, sort of like right attacking mid slash striker. Um, they play against Jeju, who have been woeful defensively recently at home this weekend, and then they play Seoul at home on 292 who have not been spectacular away from home. He's 811 bips is his floor at the moment, but you could probably find one for cheaper than that because the recent sales, there was one at 580 bips only, when was that, about 12 hours ago, 13 hours ago. Um, probably just find whether um, Pavel's got one. Be a, would be actually be a shout. Because... Um, uh, if you offer him uh, more than the last sale, he might actually accept it. So he's, um, yeah, very, very attractive. And in my view, as a budget forward option, I'm using him this week as, as a captain in one of my lineups. Um, how do you feel about that shout, Jack? Yes, yeah, it's, it's all right, man. It's all right. <laughs> Well, who's your forward option then? Come on. Palacios, mate. Palacios. <laughs> okay. He is, I, I feel like he's great value, eh? Especially considering Mulich is gone. Just freeing up like... um. Well, it's actually not, not certain he's gone. What, Mulich? Is it, is it not official? Apparently not. Oh, okay. Interesting. Last I heard, it was like kind of back and forth. Okay. Ah, well, regardless, I still think Palacios is a really good value. I mean, just comparing other forwards, he's Colombian, foreigner, and he passed the ITS considerably, um, creating a lot of chances. I, I do like my Palacios, say. I mean, to be fair, he is a very good option. Um, 378 bips is where his floor is at I know, for a rear forward. I find it so ridiculous, eh? Find it criminal. 
to be honest, like, so, so here's the problem with Sean, man. The manager is mildly racist, I think, or we think. Because yeah, I made that he just, alleged call a while back. Well, yeah, I mean, he always criticizes the foreigners and he seems to kind of like not tend to like playing the foreigners in the team that much. Um, hilariously, though, the, the 1 0 win away to Seoul, that last win they had, was actually with like a full Korean team. Um, <laughs> And there's no Mullich and no. Um, I mean, they they defended their hearts out. That like they collapsed on the ground. The whole team after the game because they were so knackered. Um, but yeah, since then, yeah, they've kind of been ho hum. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had two assists. He's been a bit unlucky too. You know, we've both watched him a little bit. Um, but three seventy eight burps. He's twenty nine. If they get relegated, he's probably not going to stay. Um, at Seongnam, he's good enough to be wanted by another team. He's from Colombia. He could just go back there. Um, I'm pretty sure the Colombian leagues. It is. Colombian yeah. leagues covered. Yeah. It's yeah. Covered. Um, so, you know, he goes back there and is a starter. And tell you what, his price could actually could just triple, quadruple, maybe. That's what I mean, easily. bro. That's what I mean. He's he's so. That's why he's a good him. shout. He is a good shout. Um, yeah, actually, I'm probably tempted to, to to grab one um for uh potential use in an underdog in in 292 um the uh actually worth noting in 292 is we will know the starting lineups for Jeju, Gangwon, Jonbok and Ulsan before the deadline doesn't affect any of the players we just talked about but um and uh yeah we'll know in 293 as well for Seongnam to add to the value of Seongnam um, anyway tons of deals for you there um, have a look at those if any of those players just end up sucking uh, well that's your fault for trusting me <laughs> uh, but seriously I mean most of those players I've bought I've bought Oban Suk Park Joo Ho Jong Jae Yong Kim Seong Dae uh, I don't have the King Quang suck rare because I don't actually need him. I've got other options, but lots of budget quality. Um, Jack, specialist over 32 this game week. Um, let's. Let, are you you're participating in that? Of the course, specialist mate. Over 32. Yeah, of course. I mean, to be honest, I was a little bit apprehensive. I think we both were about the worthwhileness the worthiness of you know like winning dmp rewards and this kind of like breaking specialist into under 23 and over 32 because there's, there's like a, a number of players you know kind of solid l1540 type options that you know a bit of a go-to um who are sort of high risk reward and none of them are usable because they're all like in that sort of age bracket in between um or most of them aren't usable and uh you know i was thinking oh you know dmp rewards you know, you don't know who it's going to be. But one thing I know, and I think we've come to see be true to more and more, is it is almost always worthwhile entering new competitions that Soria introduced because they almost always um, over-reward in those first weeks. Not always, but, but most of the time. Um Specialist over 32 rare, I mean, we've still got, what, seven and a bit hours to go. I'm hoping 
that doesn't increase by much, but we've got 378 people participating in Specialist over 32 rare for 60 rewards. That's a pretty great ratio. Yeah. Um, what are you um, looking at in terms of potential team? Mm, still kind of deciding. Um, the only playing goalkeeper that I have that's over 32 is Oh Xiang Hoon, so he goes in there. Um, I've got Chi Chi as my specialist um, player for Fortaleza. He traditionally plays. I didn't have another option um, that kind of fit the bill. And then I've got uh, Lim Jong Yun, the Ulsan setter back at the moment. He might not play, so I might swap him out. But um, I feel like if he does start, he's going to do really well because I think Ulsan will do what they did against um, both Suwon. No, 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 against Gangwon and Seongnam. They just kept a lot of position and both their centre backs just raked up scores, both him and Kimion Gwon. So if he does start, I think he'll score really well. So I've got him in there for now presuming he's going to start over Kim Kang-hee. And then uh, I've got Vina, who I think is a baller, but he just hasn't had a decisive recently, which is really infuriating, but he's really capable of like a 100, 100 score, you know, if he gets a decisive or whatnot, because he gets a lot of um, attacking, um, you know, all-round scores, like a loss of attempted assists, big chances created, and all that kind of stuff. So if he, if he starts, you know, he's, he's a capable scorer, so he's in there. And I've got Silvio Romero, who's a forward for Ford Laser, and he's actually eligible for like the Alpha Team 40, so I've got him in there for now. But, you know, these things could change. Um, I'm really wanting to get a under-23 specialist because um, mm. I'm a competitive team for that rather than my traditional, well, my, rather than submitting the same team as I did to get my tier two under-23 reward last week because I've got Sasaki now. I haven't traditionally had another 23 playing keeper, so I'm thinking I'm going to have like Sasaki, Koga, and then, you know, two Alpha Team 40 players um who i need to find because it's quite hard to find this game week I've, i found and then i can have maybe like satoshi tanaka the shonen bamare midfielder or gobon chol Nam. i don't know but they have a pretty tough fixture against john buck so we'll, we'll have to see i think maybe i'll go with tanaka but um yeah that's what i'm i'm planning yeah it's it's nice it's uh interesting this this is one of those those really um, interesting moments where it really pays to, I think, check the the competitions, eh? Because un- under 23 Limited, there's uh, 420 rewards, which is, you know, still, still pretty good. 3,049 people or teams entered into that. And then in under 23 Limited, we've got about half the number of teams for 300 rewards. And... Interestingly, the prize pool is not under 23 players. It's a mix of DNP players. And we were looking through it before, and the kind of. Because if you try and look at it on the Saturday website, it um, you know, it's just like blank. I don't know if you've tried looking at it on there. It's like podium is like one, two, three, and then just nothing next to it. It's I'm just literally, absolutely zero detail. Yeah, I'm literally looking right now, Joel. And I'm. So you're saying that the prize pool is 300 cards? Because I'm looking at the calendar and it's already saying 150. Well, if we go to... And there's no rare, um, like, rewards for the specialist. Saying there's 10 star for the first 10. Yeah, there's no... That's correct. There's no rare specialist rewards um, for limited. Mm. But uh, where is it? Okay, so at the end of the previous Medium article, Gamic 285288, the previous calendar, they put a, a, a tweet out, I think, and I'm hoping that very few people saw it, <laughs> because... Game week 285 to 288 calendar they've added at the bottom like a breakdown 
of um, the limited specialist and over 32, under 23, and rare specialist over 32, under 23, and they've put down the list of the DNP players. Um, and it is definitely Egamic Toad 8, 300 rewards for over 32, 300 rewards for under 23, and they've broken it down so. Um, over 32 and under 23 will both be drawing from the same prize pool, which is kind of interesting. Um, 10 star, t- uh, 10 star, 40 tier one, 100 tier two, 150 tier three, um, and then for the rear, you've got three star, seven tier one, 18 tier two, 13, uh, 32 tier three, and then if you go and look at the the prize pools, it, it breaks down and shows um, who those rewards are. Um, and in star tier, you've got Pedri, I think is probably one of the most valuable. So you can win Pedri, a 19-year-old with uh, 0.66 Ethereum, so good 750 bucks uh, US, um, with a bunch of golden oldies. That's that's pretty sublime, in my view. Um Jao Felix is there, Florian Verts is there, Ansu Fati is there, Georgie Mamadashvili is there, um, Anthony is there, who I've actually previously won, um, Justin uh, Bilo, who's the, I think, a keeper at Ajax, Sandro Martinez, who's supposed to be going to United, Chesney's in there, Gvardiol from um, Leipzig's in there, Chiesa's in there, there's, you know, there's some great rewards in the star tier, not so sure about Zion Suzuki as a, as a star level reward, but... There's some um, some pretty good rewards in there, um, and yeah, given those the complete lack of entries, I'm thinking people are still prioritising under 23 limited. That's if they've got an under 23 keeper that's playing. There's probably what like five this game week that are actually going to play. You've got three in Japan, probably none in Korea, and maybe a few in Americas, two maybe maybe four tops. So we've got maybe seven different under 23 keepers do you know Jack how many actually playing under 23 keepers there uh, no I don't know off the top of my head but it's probably not more than 10 probably not more than 10 mm. and generally I think those people are going to be entering them into the uh, limited under 23 so DMP keeper um, or even if you've actually got a playing keeper you know it's I'm very tempted to pick up a 23 keeper for that special under 23 limited. I think it could be, um, could be pretty uh, pretty rewarding. Um, yeah, are, are you playing the the rare the over the special over 32 rare or just see? I'm just limited. I'm going to make that decision pretty soon. Actually, uh, mm. I'm I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do. If I'm going to go threshold or that. Interesting. Because how many rares have you got? You got, you don't have too many. You got, you got five, I think. Looking at your, so you've got, oh yeah, Kim Young Bin, <laughs> <laughs> Kim Kwang Suk, yeah, Kim Kim Kwang Suk, I think is a is a great shout for this. Um, oh Lee Young Ray, yeah, he might not start. He's a because that guy was just signed that guy Pena from Newcastle Jets, yeah. Yeah, and the Palacios, yeah. Well, if you pick up Park Ju Ho, sure. you can go uh, go straight in. Yeah, I might do that, actually. Um, 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Um, probably that sort of specialist split. I, th- I actually thought I was really going to find it frustrating, but actually have found that to be possibly the most interesting thing for this game week. So, um, yeah. Any any other thoughts on uh, game week 288 lineups, Jack? Well, I mean, dude, just looking at the this prize pool, if I was a whale, bro, if I if I had a roster valuation over ten thousand dollars, I would be licking my lips at specialists over thirty two and under twenty three. That's what I would be doing, man. I'd be like, oh my gosh, that is such a good opportunity. Just looking at yeah the no, oh my gosh, I'd still be looking at that. But fortunately, we're not in that position right now, Joel. Um, no, but if anyone has made it this far in the podcast and is in that circumstance, I will, that's what I would be doing. I'd be absolutely licking my lips. Totally. I'd be, yeah, I mean, four extra competitions there rather than like just normal two. Plus, you know, one underdog. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll be very interested to see what the scores are. I have no idea. Sorry, data's down. So, my usual sort of data pull that I try and do, uh, or at least part of it was down. Um, normal data pull that I do to try and work out how many usable cards there are and work out what sort of scores might be required has uh, not occurred. But. I think um, I think it's going to be some pretty pretty low scores mm-hmm. in uh, in some of those for awards and um, yeah, plenty to plenty to cheer for. That's for sure. All right, Jack. Uh, as I always, ask you got any pearls of wisdom before we <laughs> close up? Pearls of wisdom. Buy yourself a Palacios. He he is great value. That's my that's my wisdom, man. And watch watch him get a hat trick this week against whoever he's playing. You mean John Bill, John Buck? Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna score three goals, and Shongnam are gonna win four nil. Look, you heard it here first. You heard it heard it here first. That's a that's a brave man. I know. It's an absolute brave man. Like, well, there you go. There's some absolute brilliant wisdom, bro. Well. If he does indeed uh, score a hat trick, I'll have to come back here with some humble pie. Why not? Which we've we've had to eat ourselves um, following that that loss in in uh, an underdog, ultimate underdog. But anyway, that's us for episode fifteen. We've waffled long enough. Thank you for sticking it out to the end. We will be back with more goodness in one week's time. It will not be another fortnight break. It will be one week and. Uh, yeah, we're going to come back with some superb rewards across the board. Aren't we, Jack? I just feel them coming. Just yeah, physically feel them. All right. Later. Later.